Real changes require real solutions. At Back to Life Radio, powered by BZ Transfer Systems, we know that life happens. And when it's time to get back to life, we're here for you. Now, here are your hosts, Linda Pavick and Paul Frazier. Hello, 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 and welcome back to Back to Life. I am your host, Paul Frazier, and I want to welcome all of you guys to the program today. Today, we're going to be talking about stress and how to relieve it. And I guess what I'm told is that there's four pillars to go by. So we're going to talk about that today. This is a program called Back to Life. So we're trying to get you guys all back into the swing of life today. So I want to welcome my co-host, Linda Pavick. How are you doing, Linda? Great, Paul. Thank you. Great. And our, our special guest today is all the way from L.A., California. She's calling in today. She's going to be chiming in every now and then. Her name is Sandra Beck. How are you doing, Sandra? Great, Paul. Happy to be here. Great. Thank you so much. Thank you all for being with us today. And also, like I said, today we're talking about how to relieve stress, and especially in, in this day and age with the pandemic and with everything else that's going on. It's so important to relieve stress and get it out of your life because it's, it causes you a lot of a lot of heartache, a lot of anxiety, which I can test for. I have anxiety. So I have to relieve my stress by working out. So I do exercises. So we're going to find out how my co-hosts here and how Sandra, how they go about relieving stress in their lives. So let's start with you, Sandra. How do you relieve? stress in your life? Well, I actually had to like take a class. I had to watch YouTube videos. I, I really had to learn about this because I'm a naturally high stress person and I work in a high stress career and I'm a single mom with two kids and I care for my 87 year old dad. So all of those were big stressors piled on me. And I tried a lot of different things. Some worked, some didn't. And I found that creating kind of a menu or a laundry list of things I can do when I'm stressed and I keep it on my phone because I don't think properly when I'm stressed. When I'm really stressed out, I'm, you know, wigging out, just all sorts of crazy. And I can go to my phone, I can look at this list and go, okay, what one of these like 20 things can I do to help calm myself down? Because my old patterns of eating and drinking and watching too much TV and staying up all night playing video games did not help me at all. You used to do, you used to play video games? Oh, yeah, huge game. Total nerd. <laughs> well, I don't know much about that. I'm from the old school, so I don't do video games. But yeah, so that so when you when you were doing all this stuff, like do you exercise, correct? I do. I do. And I'm actually a fitness instructor, which is really funny. One of my side hustles, I teach senior fitness at the gym. So you would think I would know better. <laughs> well, I, you know, I do too. I exercise myself and, um, but you know, the problem I got with stress is that I have, and my co-host here, Linda, who is a very, very, very dear friend of mine, um, great person, uh, is, will contest to my anxiety. She knows right away when I, when I see her in the morning, if I, you know, come into her office, boy, she's like, calm down, stress out. You're all full of anxiety. <laughs> 
And uh, so I have to find some ways to relieve that stress. So that's probably a good thing that we're talking about this because maybe you guys can help me through my anxiety and stress and how to relieve it. So start giving me some ideas, would you guys? <laughs> well, Paul, um, you had mentioned the four pillars and maybe Sandra can give us a brief synopsis about the four pillars. Sure, I would love to. I mean, the four pillars, it sounds so simple, but they're not easy. And, you know, we have all sorts of things in the world that tell us, you know, like what to eat, what to do, do this, do that, buy this product, you know, try this program, blah, blah, blah. And what I like about the four pillars, and I read this book from um, a doctor, his name is Rangan, and it's spelled R-A-N-G-A-N, Chatterjee, C-H-A-T-T-E-R-J-E-E. And he called it the four pillars plan and it's how to eat sleep relax and move and when I first looked at the title I thought this is so dumb but then I realized I don't know how to eat I don't sleep well my relaxing clearly isn't working and my movement seemed to be ramping me up then setting me down so there are these four pillars like and if one of these pillars go down just like the table legs the table falls over mm -hmm. so knowing how to relax how to eat how to move and how to sleep isn't as easy as it sounds because we live in a society where everything is is competing for our attention from the internet, from YouTube, from, you know, television to digital downloads, to music, to everything under the sun is coming in. And, you know, the, the big million dollar winner today is the person who grabs the consumer's attention. And when they right. grab your attention and you binge watch, maybe you're eating improperly, you're not sleeping. Are you really relaxing and you're definitely not moving? So these things in our society, society right now with the way it's structured are really important to learn how to get back to the basics. To me, this is like the solid fundamental football of life. Wow. Wow. Okay. So I am probably a case study in what not to do. <laughs> <laughs> that is probably me. So uh, I have never been a sleeper ever. I, um, I never worry about sleep. If I get two hours one night, that's fine with me. If I get eight hours another day, that's fine with me. Um, on weekends, I may take a nap. I love naps. I've considered myself kind of nocturnal. So I sleep much better during the day than I do at night. But I've never worried about it. I've never spent one iota time worrying about sleep. So I flunk that pillar already so my table is already tipped over <laughs> okay food i probably am not the healthiest of eaters because uh i saw in the pillars you should eliminate sugar and if i could i would inject sugar on a regular basis i am a sugar fanatic so i have a sweet tooth i'm a swede i have a sweet tooth um i definitely um, eat sugar. And I, and I admit that. So I have flunked step number two, although I don't find myself to be overweight. Right. Um, I think I, I think I'm okay there, but I, I definitely don't have a well-balanced diet. Okay. So now we get to exercise. Uh, I've never been a big physical fitness exercise. I've never been to a gym in my life. Um, I, I've never um, been a big exerciser. 
Um, I would exercise at home just for muscular tone and things like that and would keep up with that. And then when I developed MS um, and before I even was diagnosed, I knew something was wrong. So then I lost my ability to be able to do the exercises I was doing. So mm. I would say I flunk exercise because I'm not doing well on that right now. And so what's my fourth pillar? Uh, stress, uh, anxiety, relieving stress. Relaxing, yeah. Okay, that one I probably excel at because even though I know I have a lot of stress in my life because of my, I'm an entrepreneur, um, I have to take care of a mother and an aunt. I have a husband who is a stroke victim that I have to take care of. I've got employees I have to take care of, businesses I have to look after. Um, but the stress doesn't overcome me. I, I don't understand anxiety. So I would never be, you know, when you talk to me, Paul, about helping you, that's because I just try and snap you out of it. Because yeah. my philosophy is somebody's always got it worse than you. Yeah. And so to be sitting with all kinds of anxiety right. when somebody else might be in Sandra's condition where you're having infusions or, mm -hmm. you know, like she's talking about lung cancer or somebody else might have Lou Gehrig's disease. Um, I always look at things that way. And I always say, somebody else has it much worse than me. Mm -hmm. I am not going to sit here and be anxious and have anxiety and be worrying and thinking about myself. So I always, my aunt, I had a wonderful aunt. Her name was Darlene. And she taught me um, two things when I was a little girl. She said, Lindy, when you have a nickel, give away two cents. That was the first thing she taught me. The second thing she taught me was do something for somebody else every single day. Don't ever not do something for somebody else because that is how you will become a much better person and a stronger person. I took those things to heart and I do that in my life. The other thing is I'm very spiritual. My faith is what guides me to uh, manage my stress. There you go. I, I wish I, I could relate. I mean, I can relate to, I'm beginning to look towards more for faith, to tell you the truth. I've been, uh, she, Linda's got me and also Sandra, you guys have got me leaning towards that way. So I have been really, really, really um, looking towards that for a lot of relaxation and stuff. But I do have anxiety. I don't know if that is even a thing. Is that brought on by me? Most likely, right? Is it yes. brought on by me? Yeah. Okay. So, and I'm going to tell you something, Paul. A really interesting story that happened to me, which really illustrates how our thoughts really do create our reality. I was in the LA court system when I was going through my divorce, and we had to go regularly, like every other week, I was there for something. And there was a lady that I used to sit with because we would see each other. Oh, hi, you know, how are you? What are you doing here? And she was there with her husband. And she was, I don't remember what she was doing. But the long and short of it is her husband was a very angry, abusive, upset man, then he got a head injury. And it changed his memory, all of his memory left. And he started creating these new things and she was telling me it's this remarkable story about after his head injury he couldn't remember things but more importantly he didn't stress about things and he was this lovely kind generous funny man 
man. And I, I couldn't get my head around the fact that this man in the wheelchair next to her used to be this abusive, difficult, terrible man. And it got me to thinking and doing some research. And the thoughts we think every day create our reality. So if we think we can't do something, if we think people are making fun of us, we have all these thoughts, they may or may not be truthful to what's going on around us, but that doesn't matter. What matters is what's going on in your head. So monitoring your thoughts is really- I hate to interrupt you, Senator, but we're gonna be going break. After these messages. Caregivers and healthcare professionals risk injury moving people from one surface to another. Moving a person can put a strain on your back and neck or put a patient at risk. That's where Breezy Premium Transfer Systems reduce the risk of injury and allow you to transfer patients up to 400 pounds. Instead of lifting and straining, Breezy allows you to slide and glide your patient, family, or friend. There is a better way. Thanks to Breezy, it's so easy. When you need clean hands and water is scarce, it's Copper Touch to the rescue. Kills up to 94% of germs and is made of 99.9% of antimicrobial copper. Isn't it time you made the switch from messy, inconvenient sanitizers? You have a lifetime of germ protection when you have the Copper Touch. Visit coppertouch.com. Moving a person can put a strain on your back and neck and put a patient at risk. Caregivers and health professionals risk injury moving people from one surface to another. That's where BZ Premium Transfer Systems reduce the risk of injury and allow you to transfer patients up to 400 pounds. Visit BZBoards.com. Thanks to BZ, it's so easy. We're back with more from Linda Pavick and Paul Frazier. Hello and welcome back to Back to Life Radio. I am your host, Paul Frazier. And I would like to thank our sponsors today, BZ Trans Systems. You can reach them at bzboards.com. That's B-E-A-S-Y boards. Dot com and also by the one and only Copper Touch. Put the power of copper right in your hands and you will be germ-free. Coppertouch.com. So you go there and check out all of their products and you will see why we stress on getting you guys back to life again. So we left the uh, break at talking about the four pillars. And I do believe the four pillows. I, I read this too. I uh, read the same book that you did too, uh, Sandra. And relaxation, what is it? Relax, exercise, eat. And that's the sleep. Four, oh, sleep. Okay. And sleep. So when we left, you were t- we were talking about those four pillars. Well, I think I'm on the side of where Linda is. Um, Sandra, I sleep very light. I sleep very, very, very light. And I, I, I go to sleep at 9 o'clock at night. I wake up at 5. And then during those times, I, get, I wake up at 2. So I don't sleep that well. And it doesn't help that my wife has her TV on all night with the, with the um, 
with the with the lights blinking on and off. So that doesn't help either. And it was in this book that we're talking about the four pillars. It says you should be sleeping in a room that is completely dark, and you should be, you know, have everything off the computers, the phones, everything. And it should be in a drapes closed, the curtains closed, everything's got to be closed. It's got to be like a cave. Well, I wish I could do that, but I can't. And Linda's going to all the hand signals going, I don't do that. I don't do that. Well, yeah, I know Linda doesn't do that. So, but, um, as far as eating goes, I tell you what, I have been eating the worst stuff earlier uh, last year. But then I got on a track and I started eating better and better and better. And you know what? That helped my anxiety too. That helped my anxiety. That helped my stress level. It helped. I lost weight and I felt a lot better. So I felt a lot better about myself. So that reduced some of my anxiety. So what other pillar am I looking for here? I got the relaxation. Oh, the relaxing. Oh, well, relax. I, I, I work out. So I go on the treadmill every morning. So that's how I relax. And I also play the piano. So that's how I relax. There's my four pillars. <laughs> so then you don't have anxiety? Um, not as, well, not as much as I had. Um, what really stresses me out as and I think you can contest to this, Linda, is the small things, the small things that I really shouldn't worry about, you know, that I do worry about. And Sandra, you can contest to this too, because we were talking about this too, but uh, I just got to learn to live with it. And like you said, you know, there's a lot of people out there that have a lot worse things worse than I do. And all I got to do is just find a way to get through with this anxiety and it'll, it'll leave a, lead a better life. But I mean, I didn't realize how bad it was, but maybe that's just an excuse of my insecurity, maybe. I don't know. Well, Sandra, wouldn't you say that, um, and I'm generalizing here, but sometimes people get really self-absorbed and yes. that leads to anxiety because they don't look outward and they don't see that maybe somebody else has it worse. They don't see that maybe other people have problems issues so when we become really self-absorbed every single thing that's going on in our life might lead to some anxiety because that's all we think about I, I don't know I'd like to hear your feelings on all of that oh I think absolutely Linda one of the things uh, you know it's kind of like a chicken and an egg thing is the anxiety goes with the self-absorption the more self-absorbed you are the more worry you know you worry about yourself and things become bigger and bigger and when you don't look outside of yourself and see wow there's lots of people who are suffering losing their homes maybe they're sick maybe they're these things you you lose perspective about your place in the world and things get bigger and bigger and bigger. And that, you know, kind of dials back to our thoughts. Like, what are you thinking about? And listen to your speech. If you're saying the word I all the time, yeah. I think I want I this, I that, that gives you a pretty good perspective of where your thoughts are at and truly just sit for a moment and think, think about what you're thinking. Are you feeling sorry for yourself? Are you, you know, angry about things? Are you wanting more? Are you looking at somebody else and wanting what they have? Or, 
you know, look at what your thoughts are doing. And, you know, if you could take a piece of paper and, and write them out, you'd get a pretty good idea where your focus and where your perception is. And then you go, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to change my perception. I'm going to stop using the word I, I'm going to stop talking about myself. I'm going to stop worrying about myself. And sometimes that's as easy as just acknowledging what you're doing is enough to change. Wow. That is good advice. I'm just, you're going to have to, when we talk off, off air here, you're going to have to elaborate on that because that is really good advice. I could use a lot. I mean, I could use that. I mean, I, I don't think I talk about me that much, but I do talk about uh, the anxiety that I do have. And then maybe that is what, that's probably what I is all about, but I don't know. I got to find some way to deal with it. And I, and I know Linda and you are trying to help me with it. And then you guys, I, I think I've really, really, really turned the corner on it, you know. And, you know, when I first started this thing, I was getting anxiety out because I didn't I've never done something like this before talking to what thing are you talking the about podcast and okay. stuff, you know, I've never done this before. So and that anxiety me out like crazy. But now, since I've done it a couple of times. I'm okay with it now. I don't get all tied up in knots and stuff. And so it's, it's, a, I feel a lot more comfortable now that I can talk to everybody out there and about this. I'm opening up about this because I do have it. So, so what is your advice to the listeners then? Well, I would think, well, you know, take advice. Look what Sandra said, you know, make a list, do everything. I mean, what she just said is, I don't know. I, I have to find the advice for myself first before I, I, I have to find out what it is that I can do. And hopefully it's not medication because I don't want to take any more pills. So things you can do, Paul, is, you know, whether you believe or not, just turn all that anxiety over to a higher power. You know, you don't have to be God, Jesus, Jehovah, Buddha. You can just go, you know what? I can't handle this right now. Universe, you take it so that I can focus on whatever I need to focus on. And I think recognizing that everybody has fear and anxiety over change or new things, that's just a given. So you go, oh, huh, I guess I'm feeling a little nervous about change. Okay, that's normal. And just like Linda talked about, put it to the side, put it over here, go, you know what, it's not going to rule me. You can acknowledge fear, anger, frustration, but it doesn't have to rule you. So using Linda's technique of just moving on, you know, transmute it by helping somebody else or for me or and Linda, hand it over to a higher power, hand it over to whatever you believe in and say, you know what, you take this so that I can go and focus on what I need to do. Right, right, yeah. Well, like I said, Linda and you have helped me out so much with this stuff um, that it really, really has made my life different. Um, Linda has known me for a long, long, long time and she knows this background of me, but um, she, um, she and you, Sandra, have helped me so much. So. so for the listening audience, do you recommend after they're listening to this and they're, they're I mean, do you, what do you recommend? Do you recommend, or Sandra, maybe you want to jump in, but what I'm trying to get at is um, they are all listening and maybe have their own feelings of their own situations. Do you recommend they read the book? Do you recommend that they possibly get some life coaching? Do 
you recommend? I mean, if people are really dealing with anxiety and stress, not um, managing their four pillars well, um, having faith issues, whatever the whatever it might be, what do you recommend? I think you should. Um, I really do think that you should talk to somebody um, who is knows a lot about it. Um, I. I have a support system now that I didn't have. Um, and that's one of the things you should do is get a support system right is behind you. Wonderful. Um, Sandra, yeah. what, what do you recommend? Well, all of those are really great, but most, some people don't have the money. They don't have the time. They don't have whatever. I think one of the easiest things that everyone can do is just grab a piece of paper and a pencil or a pen and just make a list of all the things that are bothering you. Just start with that simple list because yeah. most people find offloading and, you know, nobody's asking you to journal, you know, every day for the rest of your life. Take a napkin. If you're at a restaurant, take a pen, just dump everything out of your head that you're worried about, you're thinking about, you're upset about whatever it is. And you will find was you put that down on paper, even a napkin that you'll find your stress level starting to seep out because part of stress and anxiety is we're holding too much in our head. We're, we're remembering, thinking, Everything gets all jungled. It's like a computer that needs to be reset. So a pen and paper, just start by making a list of what's bothering you. Well, I do think, especially now in this day and age, I think a lot more people are walking around with this kind of a situation. Do you agree with me? Guys? Absolutely. Yeah. I think they all are walking around and I think that they're, they don't know how to manage it. And um, maybe go talk to a doctor. You know, go talk to a doctor, which, and maybe, you know, without, try to do it without using medication. Um, may it, maybe your four pillars are the exercise, you know, you have to de-stress yourself because if you don't, you're, it's going to kill you and it's going to send you to the grave earlier than it, than it, than it won't. So please, if you do have it and go get help because it's, um, or find help, but have a support system behind you. So that's what I think that everybody should do. So we're all, we're just about to wrap things up here at Back to Life Radio. And I want to thank all of my listeners out there listening to this important show that I kind of came out and talked about stuff that happens to me. So I want to thank all you guys for listening. And I also want to thank... Sandra, our special guest, and Linda Pavick, my co-host. So remember, our sponsors are BZ Tram Systems. That's B-E-A-S-Y boards.com. Go to there. Check out all their information on all their great products. And also by Copper Touch. Coppertouch.com. C-O-P-P-E-R touch.com. You can see why the power of copper wears right in your hand. You can be germ-free with that, too, also. So I also want to thank everybody again for listening. And I want to thank my producer, Renee. Thank you so much for joining us today, Renee, and doing this. And I want to see you guys here back next time. I'm Paul Frazier, and we'll see you next time on Back to Life Radio. (music) 
On behalf of your hosts, Linda Pavick and Paul Frazier, and our friends at BZ Trans Systems, thanks for listening. For more information, go to www.bzboards.com and join us next time on Back to Life Radio. Thank you.